HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hi, everybody. So this, I'm Liza Ham. I'm with Heritage Radio Network. We're under the TP right now at Culinary Village at Charleston Wine and Food. I'm very happy to be joined by Chef Woody Back. Yes. He is a graduate of Johnson & Wales. I am. I didn't know you looked up all that stuff I on did. me. <laughs> I, d- I did my homework last night. I did not go out at all. Okay. <laughs> um, currently, you're the executive chef at Table in Maine in Roswell, Georgia. I am, and what a journey it's been to get there. It's pretty fun. And you're yeah. about to open or have opened Coalition in Alpharetta. We have not opened Coalition Food and Beverage. Of course, it, it has been a long time coming. Uh, we keep saying every month that we're going to be open, but next month, Excellent. I promise Good. we are going to be open next month. So. Good. so first, though, I have to say before we talk about Georgia, I've mm-hmm. actually been told that you are the man to talk to about Kentucky cooking. Uh, a little bit. All Grew right. up in Kentucky, all over Kentucky. I have family from the east side to the west side of Kentucky. I was born in Louisville. Um, yeah, Kentucky's got a great scene going on up there, their own cuisine and everything. Uh, but, you know, I just remember... At Table in Maine, fried chicken, fried chicken is one of our main points, and I just remember growing up and always having like the IGA fried chicken on our table, um, stuff like that. So, um, you know, going into Table in Maine, I kind of grew up with kind of poorer cooking, like biscuits and gravy and uh, sorghum. We didn't know what sorghum was back then. We just called it syrup. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we always had that on Sundays. Always had the IGA fried chicken and the. Uh, the large potatoes and uh, fried potatoes and stuff like that. And so I kind of try to bring that kind of cooking to table in Maine. Okay. Um, soup beans are one of my favorite things on the on the planet. So pinto beans. So we do have that on the table in Maine menu. And so, why are they one of your favorite things? Yeah, I don't know why they're one of my favorite things. I, I, I just remember my mom always making a big kettle of it and we could have it for three days straight. And so... It was just always super hammy, uh, lots of ham flavor to it and stuff like that. So. Did you did you first decide you wanted to be a chef while you were growing up in Louisville? Or when uh, did that you know, happen? I don't think I did. I actually went to school at Syracuse um, and started going to school uh, for business marketing and started working in restaurants there. actually started working at a pizzeria Uno's and decided I really liked cooking there. And uh, um, it kind of just went from there. We graduated Syracuse and moved from there down to Virginia Beach, where I went to uh, Johnson & Wales in Norfolk and uh, kind of just grew from there. Awesome. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me, you've already talked about how you brought some of your Kentucky roots to table in Maine. Yeah. But just tell me overall, like, why were you excited to get involved with it? What's the concept? 
of Table in Maine. So, Table in Maine. So the reason I got kind of excited about Table in Maine is uh, right before I found out that Table in Maine was hiring, I did not know Ryan Pernice, the owner, uh, before then. Um, I saw him put out an ad on Eater that he was looking for a chef de cuisine. I was living in Roswell, Georgia at the time, and uh, I was working for Linton Hopkins at Restaurant Eugene, Holman and & Finch, and uh, you know, I'd been working for Linton for four years, and uh, something Linton had always told me is make sure that whatever you're doing affects the people around you and help grow your town. Well, the little town of Roswell was looking like it needed something, and uh, Ryan already laid down the uh, laid down the foundation of what Table in Maine was, and uh, I really wanted to do something for my little town. So I walked into Linton one day, very shyly, and said. They're hiring up at Table in Maine. I'd like to take the position as the chef de cuisine up there. What do you think? And, you know, as much as he hated to see one of his top prizes leave, he uh, he kind of he let me graduate from the whole Linton Hopkins program and let me go up there and work at Table in Maine. And I was very excited to work with a Southern Cuisine and bring farmers that we had from uh, from restaurant Eugene with me and stuff like that so okay, yeah so what what is kind of like exciting you most right now to be cooking oh god there's so much going on in the uh, in the restaurant world uh, that is exciting right now um, I really like taking a lot of old uh, kind of stuff Let, let's just say this I just found out today that there is an Appalachian cuisine called a, uh, a cabbage souffle and we've been playing with that since it's the winter season and there's not much farmers giving you stuff. And so one of the things during the, uh, uh, during the winter time is plentiful is cabbage. So we've decided we're playing with this cabbage souffle to put on the menu. So um, Appalachian cuisine, I like looking up the old history of behind all of it and stuff like that and bringing it to Atlanta and for people to try. Um, I like the funny names like uh, a greasy bean. A greasy bean gets turned into something called leather britches. So uh, leather all these britches? leather britches. So you take a greasy bean and you dry it out, and it becomes leather britches. Um, you can cook it in just water, and it tastes like super umami behind it, and everything like that. So so wait, I'm yeah. fascinated. So when you say you love doing like the research, how do you how do you even decide what to research, and then where do you go? Where do you <laughs> usually, go? Usually, usually I call my stepmom or my my little sister and say, hey, what are you cooking this week, <laughs> or what are you growing in the garden this week? and stuff like that uh, you know I do belong to a Facebook page that is uh, Appalachian uh, farmers markets and stuff like that to see what they're growing and, and everything and uh, um, but yeah believe it or not that I think Appalachian cuisine is probably the most secretive cuisine in all of America so yeah so that was kind of why you wanted to get a crack at it figure out what, what's what's yeah. behind the secret yeah absolutely right. I mean southern cuisine is such a melting pot of different cuisines from Creole to um, the Geechee uh, culture to uh, Georgia cuisine to the Appalachians and I, I just don't think that many people know about Appalachian cuisine okay. other than country ham so. yeah <laughs> So what what culture are you going to explore next? Do you know yet? What's up? Do you know what you're going to research and explore next? I don't know. Don't know. Uh, I mean, we're opening Coalition Food and Beverage. Um, okay. If I want to talk about that for a second. Yep. Coalition Food and Beverage is going to be the bratty kid of our, our three restaurants. Um, we do have uh, three restaurants, Table in Maine. Um, Osteria Matone, which is our Italian concept, and now Coalition Food and Beverage. Coalition Food and Beverage is kind of be the bratty little brother of the three restaurants. We'll have stuff playing like Beastie Boys there, and uh, we'll have a lot of street artwork from Georgia done there. Um, but the uh, the food there is going to be very approachable. 
Um, nothing that nobody won't be able to understand on the menu. Um, it's going to be stuff like club sandwiches, but it's going to be what my idea of what a club sandwich is. Which we're, is? Um, we will have, uh, we're going to smoke our own, um, smoke all of our own meats in-house and shave it in-house. Uh, we'll have like a chipotle mayo on there. We'll make all of our own breads and stuff like that. Uh, um, We'll have a Caesar salad on there, but everything is going to be done around a wood fire grill. So it's going to be a Caesar salad, a uh, lobster Caesar salad that's uh, grilled on the wood fire grill and stuff like that. So, yeah. I will forever so, think of that now as bratty cuisine. It, like it's that. going to be bratty American cuisine. So what we're trying to do is the the uh, chilies of the of the world, the TGI Fridays of the world, they're kind of going of the past, and yeah. you know the millennials that are growing up don't want to eat there anymore. So we want to take something that's going to put in its place. So we want to have bratty cuisine for the bratty millennials. That sounds great. <laughs> they're not so, all bratty. They're not all bratty. All <laughs> right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but, so okay, so let's talk a little bit about Charleston now. You said yeah. that you have this is your second time at the. This is our third time third at Charleston. Yes, yeah. Uh, first two times, just kind of getting our feet wet. We only did uh, two events last year and the year before. This year, we're doing four events. And you're about so, to be cooking on the big green egg. We're grill. about yeah, which is one of my favorite things to cook on is Excellent. that big green egg. I have one large big green egg at my house, and we have two extra larges at the restaurant that we constantly either smoke or. Or cook on or something. Do you so, remember the first time you ever cooked on a big green I egg? I do. My wife bought me my big green egg, my first big green egg Aww. for Christmas. Um, she, all 120 pounds of her, carried it in by herself and wrapped it by herself to put underneath the Christmas tree. Uh, Did you know what it was right away? <laughs> I had no idea. I had just gotten into the gym at the time, and I thought she bought me a squat rack or a bench to start start working out. I had this no idea she bought better. me. <laughs> so, um, so what are you going to be cooking? Uh, today we're cooking a chicken bacon sausage at Coalition Food and Beverage. We're going to have a whole entire side of the menu. It's going to be the sausage side of the menu. Uh, so we're doing a uh, chicken bacon sausage, which will be on Coalition's menu. And we're going to treat it like a Chicago dog. Um, it'll have a little tomato, celery salt, a, a green pepper relish on there. Um, so... Yeah, it's already been smoked at home on our big green eggs at home, and then we're just going to finish them on the big green eggs here. That so. sounds delicious. Yeah. I hope everyone gets a chance. Well, yeah, I hope you. so. Chef Woody, thank you thank so much. Thank you. Is there so. any, you want to tell people again how they can reach out to you or find your food? Uh, sure, absolutely. You can actually go on to any of our websites, tableandmain.com or coalition.com or rohospitality.com and uh, check us out. So, absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. We really thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much for uh, inviting me in here. I also want to just thank our sponsors once again, the Julia Child Foundation, Wisconsin Cheese, Springer Mountain Farms Chicken, and the Big Green Egg. We'll be back later.